Okay, guys. Um, so this is awkward. But Danny was supposed to come on the show today, but we can't find him. Guys? He, we've heard rumors that he has been jailed for, I mean, it's only been phrased as the incident, so I don't want to get into details on that. I'm he Yeah. Hello? We haven't been able to identify him. Um, he said something about, like, reviewing his legal options about some, so I, I wonder if he's in trouble. Yes. He's running out of legal options. What? Guys, I can hear you, but I can't see anything. I don't know where I am. I'm just like, I can't see anything, but I can hear you. Can you hear? Can you hear anything, Jordan? I can hear uh, somebody that's in legal trouble. Someone who is slapped by legal, potentially? Yeah, I was going to say, I can hear, wait, I think that's him from the beyond. Hello? Oh my god. Danny? I think I died. Daniel? What happened? You died? Uh, yeah, you sent, oh, never mind, I'm here. No, you're not here yet. Oh, no, yeah, he's literally right there. You're not here yet. Oh, uh, never mind. You're still gone. I can't see anything still. Okay, we'll shoot. It's dark where you are. <laughs> yeah, I just clicked on the Skype link and then like, I like, I, now I can't, I'm just like nowhere. I can't see anything. <laughs> hmm. You're in the, in the deep? Yeah. You're rolling in the deep? I'm rolling in the deep. <laughs> we review your content, we decide whether or not we care enough and then we place you in the deep if not. Hey, look, it's Danny. Whoa, we found him. Oh my God, can you believe it? Whoa. Jeez. Oh, he was rolling in the deep, but now he's here. Yeah. <laughs> that was... It's convenient. Now I'm chilling in the shallow. That works surprisingly. There's a song. There's a song for that as well. That hits different. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're rolling in the deep, and now we're in the shallow. La, la, la. <laughs> in the shallow. La, la, la. Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things. Also, I'm Jarvis, and I'm Jordan with a huge unstoppable media empire of over 50 followers on instagram today we are joined by a very special guest we just uh discovered him from the deep up and coming and YouTuber. Now he's with us in the shallow <laughs> he's an up-and-coming youtuber he's the truest of, of greg's top 10 top 10 uh yeah. we're not top gonna two, make we're not going to make the we are two different people joke because mm -hmm. everyone has made it already. I, yeah, I have. If you pay attention, a couple of people have mentioned it in the chat. I know. It's like a, it's a pretty deep cut, but I'm glad people are saying it. Danny Gonzalez is here today. Yay! Yay! You did, did it. it. We're just happy you're safe, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. That deep. was terrifying. I don't. I can't yeah. emphasize this enough. I just clicked on a Skype link and I was sucked into some kind of void and I just didn't know where I was. So thank mm. you. And that's, I think that was Microsoft's fault or something. I, maybe Bill Gates has, has accidentally coded a wormhole into into his telephone program. Yeah, it sounds like Big Willie style. <laughs> it's Big, Big Willie, Willie himself. We're very pleased to have Danny today. We're just gonna, we're gonna goof and gaff. Maybe we'll talk about some feelings. Maybe we'll talk about some current events. We're gonna play some games. I've got at least one game. Ooh. That ought to be fun. Uh, but first, Danny, how is your week? Shoot, my week? Yeah. Um, I know we came, we came pretty like the the hard-hitting questions yeah first. yeah this is one of the gotchas it was good i feel like any week where i finish a video and post it is good because that's uh how <laughs> i judge relate. the majority of my self-worth mm. oh uh, <laughs> Jonas, have you heard about that? no i i haven't it's not like i have a video edited on my computer right now that i had to like divorce myself from thinking about posting until after we do this podcast yeah that was a pretty big deal for me so no that's exciting that's congrats. I used to, when uh, when I first started YouTube, uh, me and my friend 
we would text each other when we published it'd be like happy publishing day because it was like such a celebration uh, to get something done it was very wholesome mm. now when you post something sweet. i send eh, that was fine yeah he's, mm. he's pretty he's pretty harsh dude no i'm actually quite nice what i usually say is hey bro i love you you're really really starting to almost be funny mm. yeah you're gonna i think you know a couple more videos and you'll be like on the precipice of funny i think that i imagine i'll be watching more. them at that point yeah. that's exciting no now do you think if i do like just a few more videos you might take a peek is that what you're <laughs> is that what you're saying like don't don't tease me here um i i would consider it yeah because okay. i've just been okay. sort of lurk like lurking just looking at the thumbnails and mm -hmm. i can tell yeah, yeah, uh yeah. right away from the thumbnails that you're not funny yeah oh, that's most people yet. yeah sure right yeah. no but oh, um danny you can click those it starts the video yeah well i yeah um I think I knew that. I just have been choosing not to um, oh, yeah, for no. Jarvis. Because there's some other bug, maybe. Something else is blocking you from doing it. Must be. I think it's, he's saying it's, he's saying it's, it's that I'm, I'm not funny yet. And it's I'm, a yeah. fully conscious so I think assumption. there's a bug that's making Jarvis not funny yet or something. It's some, like oh, you, damn. YouTube's algorithm. <laughs> YouTube's <is> algorithm. <laughs> well, I, you know, honestly, I was looking for a scapegoat. I was looking for someone to blame for why I'm not funny. And it was the algorithm. Yeah. Mm. That's wonderful. Jordan, go ahead. Were you about to say that? I, nothing, and I never would. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Just I have some... Sorry, we did we all have the script open for the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a scripted podcast. Everyone's <laughs> off book. Yeah. Let me Jordan, find some line. of my jokes. I don't it's know if I have line. the... I don't know if this is the wrong line. Even this part, Jordan, page. even this part about Danny telling you your line is in the I know. script. Well, yeah, I think I'm reading off meta. this nervousness extremely well. Um, <laughs> Let me just try and find it. I God. think I might be on the wrong page because I think my line here is, ooh, daddy. I don't think that, I don't think mm, that's what I should have been reading. That's not, that's page three. <laughs> you know what? I think that. when we were writing this, I, you know how when, sometimes when you're writing and you hear something, you just write what you hear instead of what you're supposed to be writing? I think when right. I was writing your line for this, I heard someone say, whoa, daddy. So I just <laughs> yeah. accidentally wrote that in. Mm. Yeah, story checks out. Um, so Jordan, as you were saying? Um, uh, oh, daddy. Cool. Uh, Jordan, how was is, how is your week? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Danny, for, uh, for letting us know about your week. Now, Jordan, it's your turn to do just that. Well, it will jump on because Danny pointed something out just before the, the show when we were actually being nice to one another. You threw out that you went to the, like, going to the grocery store, wearing a mask and being functional makes you feel like an actual human being again. Yeah, I was saying that, like, at the beginning of quarantine, it felt weird to wear a mask in everywhere. It felt like living in some post-apocalyptic world, but now it just yeah. feels normal. And I would feel weird, Very, I would feel, like, really out of place not wearing a mask now. Yeah, true. When when quarantine started, every time I saw someone in a mask, it felt like they were like rolling up to me with like a motorcycle and they were like, get on. And it's like we were about to like be in Mad Max or There's some no shit. time to explain. <laughs> yeah, we've got to go. But now it is it is normal. I do this like mad dash back to my apartment whenever I forget a mask because I'm afraid like a sniper like laser is gonna <laughs> go on my forehead if i show up anywhere without one. Oh, i did have uh, a time recently where i was going somewhere and i forgot a mask and i had seen people before just like go into a store like this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so i was on my way somewhere and i was already pretty far from home and i didn't want to go back and get a mask so i just yeah. like went like this into a store as fast <laughs> as i could because I knew it was a Target, and I know they always have them like right at the front, the mask, right, and then I right. could do self checkout. Yeah. And then it turns out that I bought 
without because I didn't look at the mask. I just like quickly grabbed it, and yeah, it was yeah. like an extra large mask. <laughs> so it's just like it just like every time I try to put it on, it just like droops <laughs> off my face. It does not fit on my face at all. It protects your whole body uh, from COVID. Yeah, oh, it protects so the funny. the bottom of my Adam's apple from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. most sensitive area. It's good. That's actually your your weak point if you were like a boss in a video game. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> like a red circle around my Adam's apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wait, Jordan, did you tell us how your week was? No, or did you I just deflect? I, I I deflected that. I was afraid. I don't want you to know my secrets. Okay, tell us. Tell us your secrets. Yeah, we're not going to judge you. My week. We're not going to judge. Relatively inactive to almost a dangerous degree, I would say. Oh, that sucks. Wow, you're bad as a person. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. I actually didn't. If you can believe it, I didn't achieve a set of things, and that made me feel bad about myself. Sucks to suck, man. Can you imagine sort of what that would be like? No. Uh, No, I can't relate, man. I posted a video this week, so I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Can't relate. Shit, man. Hey, congrats. You're now valid. I'm doing a podcast right now, and you're not, bro, so... <laughs> Tough love. It's you to, to the world. Yeah. I'll be honest with you though, it's genuinely boosting me just to do the show. It's uh th- there's been an absence of I don't know doing like in general. It's all been admin and kind of tedious stuff. And mm. I was psyched for this episode. I knew that Danny was going to be watching the episode. I didn't know he was coming on it, but I was psyched about mm. sort of watching and him commenting on it. Were how you funny the one who put were. him in the deep? Yes, I did <laughs> put him directly in the deep to hear all my funny jokes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just thought I was going to be in the deep for the whole episode. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm. I, assu- I assumed you'd done some legally dubious. So you really so didn't. He time. really didn't achieve anything. You you couldn't even keep Danny in the deep. Couldn't even this week. <laughs> keep Danny in the deep. Sounds like a very strange children's book. Nobody keeps Danny in the deep. Baby. He always <laughs> finds his way out. <laughs> Danny in the deep is your uh, ghost-written biography. Oh yeah. I feel like Danny in the deep is like what uh, when Danny becomes like. America's most wanted criminal, what like a true crime writer <laughs> <laughs> would would title like a series about him. Yeah, it's sort of like Danny at Large. Danny in the Deep, Danny a six part docu series. Danny at Large is much yeah, more fun. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd have to do a lot of petty crimes for Danny at Large. Mm. Yeah, he was last. He was last seen in a Target <laughs> like like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you did look sort of uh, up to no good with your shirt over your mouth. I don't know if that's like a thing you get a lot or that I look like I'm up to no good. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've got like resting up to no good face. <laughs> like uh, what's what's he, what's his secret? Like what's yeah. he? What? Somebody's playing the cookie jar. What's he hiding? He's about yeah. to do something. I guess we'll stick around and see see what what goes on, what happens. Big JJ. What's up? JJ himself. How are you? If you is is it possible that you haven't published something and that's affecting your mental state? You know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna break from form uh, and and be earnest. I actually was just thinking that we should have a soundboard for whenever we are like vulnerable, where it's like emotional vulnerability. Yeah, I was thinking like air horns could be really cool. Yeah, Yeah. the most emotionally vulnerable (laughs) instrument. I woke up this morning which is already a win but i went to bed last night as well sorry not to flex and um i i like edited i tried editing a video on stream yesterday which was interesting like i kind of just like posted up and really i just didn't want to work you know those days when you're just like "Mm, i don't want to do anything but Mm. i had to because of uh because of contract reasons and brand deals and shit yeah and so um I was like, maybe I'll just like stream myself for five hours to no one. Cause on my personal Twitch channel, I don't like, no one follows it. So I was like, I'm not going to promote this. I'm just going to hang out with like 20 people and edit for like five hours. And I did that. 
And that was cool, but then I wasn't done with the video at the end because I got mostly distracted by the Twitch chat, which is why most people don't edit their videos on stream, I assume. And uh, Is it still something you might be tempted to do again, though? Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah that sounds kind of fun. When I have more time, too. Danny, I'm curious if you have this experience as well. Do you labor over tiny decisions, kind of like what Jordan's saying, where I don't know that... Like I'll watch something back and I'll go, that's slightly off. And then I will sometimes get caught up trying to figure out exactly what it was that I wanted on like a 10 second joke or something. Whereas if you ask any other human being that's not in your brain, they're like, I don't know, it seems fine. When it happens for me, it's like, it's when I write something and then for some reason when I deliver it and then I'm editing it, like I I can't remember how it was supposed to be when I wrote yeah. it yeah. or or like, the way that I wrote it, it, it's only funny when it's in writing. And when you yes. when you deliver it out loud, it's like, wait, how is, how is this supposed to be funny? Or like, yeah. I didn't deliver it right or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's all relatable to me. I'm definitely like, say something and then I'll go, oh, nope, I guess we're, that's getting cut because it doesn't make any sense now. And the yeah. other thing is like, I tend to have this arc where I like lose faith that the video even makes sense and is like... Mm anything like during like i write it and i'm like this is a thing it has a beginning middle and end it's going places i look at the footage and i go what is this garbled mess i start editing the dialogue cut and i'm like oh unfortunately none of this is funny it's a shame i'm gonna have to pack it up and quit youtube now and then um and they were all right when it's finally finished i'm like oh this isn't so bad <laughs> you know like one thing that is helpful to me is to remember that I always feel that way so that I can push myself through right. the stuff that like doesn't feel good. Cause it's not until, I don't want to give up prematurely on it, you know? Yeah, I feel like my my process of making videos is the process of slowly assuring myself that the video is going to be a good video. Yeah. I, I feel like at the beginning, I'm like, okay, this could be a good video. And then like the second I start writing it, it dips down and like slowly w builds back up until it's done being edited. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, this is a fine video. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I definitely reach points where I'm like, why did I ever think this was a good concept for a video? What was I even thinking? And it's like, I already wrote it at that point. It's just wild how we kind of doubt ourselves knowing full well that you know if we put whatever out people are going to validate that it's a good thing but there's kind of that inner critic i guess that that you're fighting against it's an inner critic that's like the least qualified to critique <laughs> like there yeah, is no yeah. worse critic for it your, your instincts say well i've looked at it the most so i know the most i have like a phd in this video let me yeah, go yeah. off where in actuality you have like you were trapped in a prison cell with this video for 15 years and your impression of the video yeah. has just become negative no matter what. You're the only person who can't enjoy your video the way that other people do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of comforting knowing that like there's no one that will not enjoy my video as much as I do by the time I'm done <laughs> editing it. Like, yeah. yeah, and I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's just a great baseline. I, do you ever let the performance of a video affect how you feel about it. So for example, I've told this story a million times, but like the five minute crafts video I did that blew up was uh, a video that I put out when I was still making tech content and everyone hated it and it got like 9,000 views or something. And then six months later, Cody Co made a video about five minute crafts and like the YouTube algorithm picked it up and it got like 2 million views overnight. And then like my channel blew up and I was mm. like, oh, maybe this video isn't so bad. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I think um, like when I made the first video where I tried Troom Troom crafts at mm. like, it was pretty different from commentary, even though it's sort yeah. of like, it's sort of doing commentary 
like while doing the crafts. But yeah, it, I, yeah, yeah. it just felt very different. And so I was like, I don't know if people are going to really like this. But then after yeah. I posted it, it did really well. And it's like, it's still one of the biggest videos on my channel. Yeah, and yeah. now thinking back on it, I feel like I was a genius back then. Like I really yeah, knew yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, doing. Yeah. But like at that time, I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to like this. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. It's funny because like I remember I like didn't know your content. And I found you because everyone was saying that I was like ripping you off or that I was mm. like cop copycatting you. And then I learned about all of the sort of similarities in our like trajectories in, in, yeah. in life. And then I was like, oh, no wonder, like, no wonder there's just like a lot of similar like vibes here. That's how I met Eddie too, is we made a oh, video really? about the same thing. And then people kept commenting on my video saying that Eddie just made this video. And so I like DM'd him on Twitter or something. And I was like, hey, I, I didn't see your video. I'm sorry. And yeah, then that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends. That's like legit. Uh, by the way, shout out to Eddie Burback. Shout um, out to Eddie. The nicest man? Question mark? Yeah. Greatest mustache though. Like he might relax. be beating you, Jordan. Yeah, relax, I know, I know. dude. And no, I, I'm, I say relax because he 100% in, is, and I'm insulted that you'd think otherwise. <laughs> but uh, He's got the stash on lock. It's literally flawless. Every time I talk about a topic, I've definitely seen, like, I remember one time I wrote in my, like, uh, like a doc I have for videos, subliminal affirmations, subliminal affirmations, like becoming Ariana Grande. And it was in my list. And then like Curtis Connor made a video exactly that. And then I looked at like my thing in my list and I was like, do I do I do it still? I don't know. <laughs> like I I always am so I feel like despite the fact that every late night comedian makes the same Trump jokes over and over and over again and all of them are like and that's teams of writers all like going to the same place comedically. Right. Uh yet yet the tone and like the delivery and the perspective is different. I still doubt myself even entering a topic area that's like similar to you know, you or Drew or Curtis. I feel like there's going to be people either way that feel either way about it. Cause like mm -hmm. whenever I, I do a video, some like I did one recently, I think that like JonTron had made a video about like years ago. Yeah. And yeah. I got a lot of comments. It's like JonTron already did this. And I don't, I haven't watched every JonTron video. <laughs> Wait, you um, haven't? Sorry. Coward. But then there's also people who like, right after Cody or like Drew or Curtis posts a video about something, I get a bunch of DMs that are like, you should make a video about the and Like when Cody yeah. made a video about Velocipaster, I suddenly got a bunch of DMs that were like, yeah. you should make a video about this movie called Velocipaster. As if like, I, I'm subscribed to Cody. I know he just made a video about <laughs> yeah, it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, why it's it's weird, right? You should be afforded the benefit of the doubt that you are never making something because somebody else made it. And yeah. if you knew they did, that's why you didn't make a video about it. Whereas yeah. I think more often than not, like don't get me wrong, I understand the appeal. It's like if you really, really like Mexican food and you go out one night, you get Mexican food. Next time you go out, you probably want to go get Mexican <laughs> food at a different place. Like you like Mexican food. You like <laughs> this thing. But at the same time, I don't know. If I had to choose between getting the same topic that is limited to a certain type of statement. Like, yeah, mm. sure. A movie review could be interesting. You might pick up on different things, but I don't know. If we all watch The Room and make movies about, or make yeah. little videos about The Room, there's no way we're not going to talk about 90% of the same shit because it's always, yeah, yeah. it's in the zeitgeist. But even the avoid. nature of the joke though is still, could be different. Like even if the crux of it, like um, I can't remember any specific examples, but I remember when I was watching a bunch of Late Night for a video, everyone had the same punchline and like kind of got there a different way. 
you know? And I was like, mm. and then that was, that was interesting. Like to see the, like, I like the way, like the way that Cody and Danny will joke about something is dramatically different. Despite the fact that the like subject matter could be very similar. Like the construction of the joke is like very different. And so I yeah. think that like a lot of people kind of miss the point when it comes to to stuff like that. Especially because like as creators, I'm always asking like, do I have something unique to add here, knowing that other people have made have made this stuff? Yeah, and I don't I don't fault people for if like if Drew makes a video about something, I wouldn't fault people for wanting me to make a video about the same thing because I see the appeal in that. Like that's kind oh, of absolutely. why I figured that because I've done two, like two Disney Channel movies now, and I I know yeah. full well that like a lot of people have already seen those movies. It's not like I'm bringing yeah. them to their attention, but I do think there's something fun about like this movie that came out eight years ago yeah. that you saw when you were a kid. And now that like your exactly. favorite YouTuber is like talking about that thing. I think that's fun. Exactly. That's why I made a video about high school musical. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun to see like different people talk about the same thing. So I understand yeah. it. It's just, I, it's, I feel like for me, it's less interesting to talk about something when I've just yeah. seen a video about it. So it's like, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, especially only, if you're, oh, no, go, go ahead, ahead Jordan. No, you go ahead, Jay. Okay, fine. See what happens. Well, especially if you've watched that video. Like I remember I wrote a video about tall girl and then thought about it a lot. And then just like, was like, nah, like uh, everything that's been, everything has been said about this movie. I don't, I don't need to do this, Yeah. but, but Shane, the Shane Dawson situation, which has kind of come back into the fore, like D'Angelo Wallace made this like very comprehensive video kind of airing out all of the receipts and like stuff that happened. And I was making like a meta commentary on the discourse around Shane and like why Shane keeps getting canceled every two years. It's like the answer is like a lot of this stuff hasn't been addressed. So it's like surprise. That's why it's coming up. But a lot of people, in fact, someone, despite the fact that we just had D'Angelo on our podcast, we made uh, a previous episode. We referenced his video and then someone was said we were copying the structure and pacing of his video. And I was like, you know that we were just having a conversation, right? And we like took a clip out of it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> it wasn't like this master plan. They also called us pseudo YouTubers in that in that comment, which was fun. What? Oh, what weird. is a pseudo YouTuber? That's somebody on Vimeo. Uh, yeah. It's 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 a, it's a, it's a, I was going to say it's a YouTuber with administrative privileges, but that's a new yeah. joke. <laughs> no, I upload uh, all my videos to LiveLeak. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's why they're completely uncensored. You know that that actually does kind of bring me to uh one current event that I kind of want to address a little bit. We talked about Leafy last episode and we watched one of his videos, one of his commentaries uh criticizing um Andre Turbia of all people and his main major criticism was that he's not funny and that he thinks he's smart. Um, and, oh, and, and then his animation's bad. Don't forget. And his animation's bad. And to quote Leafy, if he had a team of, of Vietnamese sweatshop, something, something that he wouldn't make good animation. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the fact that Leafy added 30 seconds of audio to Andre's <laughs> entire video. So it's like, I don't even think that counts as fair use. That's oh, like not transformative yeah. in any way. No. And then like to, to try and criticize another creator when like you are literally just ranting over other people, over other people's content or like video game footage. I don't know. But Leafy got, I think it was suspended. So I don't know what's going to happen from here, but his YouTube channel is now down. And according to YouTube, it's because of multiple um, violations of terms of service around bullying and har harassment. 
And a lot of people think this is related to the 12 uh, or so videos he made about Pokimane. Yeah, they're thinking maybe it's related to the multiple cases of harassment. (laughs) (laughs) He was banned for harassment, so a lot of people... Like, I've been, sort of been speculating that it might be, like, due to hara- the harassment video. <laughs> the harassment video. you can did. believe it. Um, well, you know, in Leafy's defense, at least uh, the beginning of one of his videos about Pokimane was exclusively about the Australian stock market. And that was confusing <laughs> to both true. of us. Um, That's actually what he got banned for. Wait, so Insider I, trading. So I haven't, I didn't follow the Leafy thing at all. I just saw that yeah, it was trending yeah, yeah. and that he yeah. got banned. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he post about, like... If YouTube said specifically why he was banned, and I also so, haven't watched like any of Leafy's content. So Slasher tweeted about the reason that he he was banned being due to bullying and harassment. Leafy, he may have someone said he made a video on a second channel, but I didn't see that. I saw he made an appeal to YouTube on Twitter, um, tagging like Susan and a bunch of other people. And then the major discourse that I'm seeing is a lot of people, a lot of creators who feel like this is a slippery slope for YouTube and are talking about censorship and are talking mm-hmm. about like, it's just jokes and and like, where's the line? We can't say anything uh, now. And I, I don't know, man. I, I'd say the weirdest element of it is that he made these 12 videos about Pokimane and was kind of like given... 12 strikes at once or something, which obviously you only need three to have your channel suspended. So I wonder why YouTube didn't act sooner. You know, like I totally understand people are afraid of like this stuff happening instantaneously to their, to their channels. But the thing about the leafy stuff that is most alarming to me is that you could see direct like threats of violence towards Pokimane that were sort of edgy jokes and were fully then, condoned that were then completely condoned by leafy who would like add to the joke and i just think that's a very yeah. irresponsible way to like use your platform did he do that on youtube because i thought i saw screenshots of tweets of that it wasn't on youtube it was tweets or as far as i know the stuff i'm okay. referencing is tweets yeah um, and i don't know youtube's policy about on and off platform behavior and stuff right. but yeah interesting situation i i'm gonna keep paying attention to it I think that like there's a lot of nuance to issues like this and it's very easy to jump on the like yelling fire in a crowded theater thing where it's like, oh, we're all we're all doomed. Commentary is over, everybody. And it's like, "Mm, yeah, no, because there was there was worries about that before, like when YouTube first changed their terms of service or whatever to be more anti-harassment, because that was like a couple months ago or I don't know how long that was ago. can't keep track of time, but well, people no, were worried a, about seven hundred like years that. ago. I think, yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of DMs that were like, "What are you gonna do now that you can't do commentary anymore because uh, harassment's not allowed?" And it's like, I, I'm not harassing people. I don't have to worry about that. It's not. Yeah. Then if it was a slippery slope, it hasn't. It hasn't been that slippery because we're still <laughs> yeah. here. I think that the real issue is that people don't know the difference between harassment, it can, criticism, good faith criticism, bad faith criticism. And then the power dynamics at play uh, between like if a big creator talks about a little creator in a right. negative way, or I would consider Leafy and Pokemon to be peers. And so that that is an important element. If Pokemon was like the president of the United States, it would be very different. Yeah. So I, I saw some people comparing late night comedians joking about Trump and making fun of Trump's appearance and stuff to what Leafy was doing to Pokimane. And that's not the same to me because 
the power dynamics are completely different with like yeah. the most powerful person in the world <laughs> regardless of your political persuasion regardless no, of any political stuff yeah yeah like i have no problem making a video about someone with like millions of subscribers if they're doing something wrong or if i just think mm -hmm. it's like a funny video idea but i would never make a video about like someone with like 5,000 subscribers or something like yeah. that would just be so mean because yeah. I, and I, I never want people to go and comment on other people's stuff if I make yeah. a video about them, but yeah. like people do, even if I tell them not to on, if, on someone with like millions of subscribers, it's like those comments just sort of get filtered out. You, you yeah, never even see them, the but fan. yeah, if it's like on someone with like 5,000 subscribers, it's like they, they will never not have all of those comments on their feed. Like that yeah. will only be their comments. It's like they have no chance to redeem themselves practically. Or to redefine themselves in the way that YouTube works with like audience behavior and stuff. It's kind of has a big impact on their ability to do what they want to do. And so I think that what you're talking about is like you feel the responsibility of your platform. Like, you know that if you talk about something, there's the risk that people go and go and reach out to that person. I think that that's the, the major difference is some people don't believe they hold that power or don't wield it responsibly. Mm. And there's way, I mean, it, it's also worth pointing out that if you're making commentary, especially on a YouTube channel, what you're usually commenting on is like some kind of weird dissonance, right? Like, why is this trending? Or this behavior is not acceptable for somebody with this kind of scale of platform. Or why does somebody of this size create something so shitty that does so well? Like, mm -hmm. the statement that, look at this small creator, I think what they're making is subpar is just kind of mean and yeah what's what's the point yeah like what it's are like you, what's the, what's even the statement congrats like d yeah d yeah it's like i feel the same way about shaming people in public like look at these people at walmart who are i'm better than them and and this post makes me feel good taking a picture of them being bad and me being good like that kind right. of thing yeah i think like leafy either doesn't understand or from what i've heard of him because i really i, yeah, I haven't yeah. been calling it that much but like yeah. I would think that he either doesn't understand the the power that his platform has if he's making jokes about killing people or he's like willingly uh, ignoring that and yeah. or, like, you know, trying to make it seem like he doesn't understand that when he does. I, I worry. Well, I worry about that. Yeah. Or just like I think that people who want to be edgy because that's like what they think is cool or cringy or shit posts or whatever. That's the slippery slope to me. <laughs> um, we don't have to keep talking about this, but it's a interesting like the nelk boys or one of the nelk boys had a bro test did you see this like well i'm making a video about influencer parties right now and i'm learning about a lot of influencers that are gigantic that i didn't didn't know about many okay. from tiktok and nelk uh boy nelk boys i think it's like a big i think nelk is like this big first of all it's very fun to say nelk yeah i don't uh, I think nelk is a venereal know who disease. that is but i don't yeah. i've never One watched of, their videos I, there's this dude like steve will do it or something and there's this like big burly <laughs> man named uh bradley something or other he owns a gym bradley they might were like, do it <laughs> bradley's considering it <laughs> um, <laughs> they were like all this stuff's going on in the world right now, but you know what the biggest problem is? We can't get our gains. And then they're like, let's hold a, a bro test. And they've got signs that say like, gym lives matter and stuff like that. And it's wow. like, um, I don't know if this is the best idea. Yeah. And with your millions of, of followers, I think the thing that Steve will do is just binge drink. I think that's his entire brand. Like <laughs> he, he, has, he has one of those intros 
where it's like a cool like montage cut to music where it's like boom, boom, boom and he's just like drinking stuff like uh, oh hell like, yeah and wait and i didn't know this guy was cool slow down a second yeah hold yeah. on i'm gonna have to rethink my opinion yeah. about him this dude <laughs> i think drinks. i have to go actually yeah yeah um, hold on was it like beer or like white claws he was yo actually uh he drinks straight from like a bottle of vodka or something so he's like doing that in the gym as well so that's interesting um and then at one point he uh shotguns a white claw which to me is like one of the most confusing shows of like masculinity i've ever seen like i'm not sure how to how to feel about it i've never seen a white claw just like he just guns a cosmopolitan yeah just eats the whole can of the white claw (laughs) oh so that's actually the thing it's like I have a joke in this video where I say, like, we better give this guy what he wants or he might eat the other Nelk boys because he's like a pretty like buff like dude. And I'm like, okay, like this could be construed as like a little bit body shamey. I'm not coming at it from that angle. I'm coming at it from this aggressive consumption like that he's doing. But do I worry about that particular joke? Right. No, because this guy's in a very high position. He's got millions of fans. All that is is a little bit of seasoning on top of like legitimate criticism of like what he's doing because he's making he's making uh, sexual assault jokes, R word jokes. Um, at one point, he stages himself punching his assistant. So there's it's like hilarious abuse. Literally punching down. Whoa. He's literally yeah. He's he has a slow motion bit where he's just like beats his assistant, and it's just like oh 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 why? Wait, why? does he really he's, hit them? No, he doesn't really hit hit, hit them. Okay. But it's it's weird to see like all these people like nervously laugh, kind of like where they're like, ha ha ha, Steve, will, yeah. he will do it. Like, don't <laughs> don't be confused. Yeah, that's like that's not a cool thing. That's like a threat. Like Steve yeah. will do it. <laughs> yeah, you better watch out. You better watch He's out. He's not like Bradley. He's not like Bradley at all. <laughs> Influencer parties. Do you have you been? Uh, you were telling us that you just like took a red eye from L.A. Mm. where you were at the latest greatest. TikTok. Bonanza. Yeah, I just got back from uh, Bryce Hall's absolute banger of a party, dude. His 21st. No lights, week. no water. It was yeah. awesome. All claw. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was like a low-key candlelit rager. It was. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's a hilarious concept. A candlelit rager. <laughs> the that's most gotta be rager a, that's gotta be a sketch. The one thing that I was worried about with that is like, I mean, definitely don't throw a party. But mm-hmm. also, like, shutting off his power, isn't that just, like, encouraging him to go to his friend's house? It's like everyone <laughs> that lives at that house is now going to be, like, staying at someone else's house. And that's just, like, now that's already a party. It's, like, however many yeah. people live in his house, however many people live at his friend's house, that's basically a party all the time now. Like, eventually, there won't be a house big enough for everyone. <laughs> and they'll just have to, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, power it's, creep. like, hi- the hype house guys, they have to go over to Sway House, and now it's, like, the hype plus Sway, like, then it'll house. Then and- hype plus Sway plus 10 plus phase. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually, they're, like, all right, boys, we've got to start a city. <laughs> or or, or- <laughs> yeah. they go off into the woods and start some, like, Twin Peaks shit, just, like, their oh, own society yo. out. Yeah. Honestly, succeed. now that would be some content that I would watch. Yeah, that'd be cool. Starting a society in the woods with like the Team Ten house and the yeah and the sway. I don't even know what the sway house is. Is that Bryce Hall's house? Uh, Bryce Hall's house is the sway house. Yeah, I only know this because I had to learn it for this video. I think Hype House was the first one that was throwing all the parties, but everyone goes to all of them. You know? Yeah. And people like the defense that everyone's using is like, we've just got to do our jobs. Like people want content from us. And I'm like, 
is any of your content coming from these parties? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if I'd call that content if it's just like an Instagram story of us partying. Like, that's not really what the fans are demanding, I wouldn't think. Yeah. It's hard to put myself in the mindset of a Bryce Hall fan, but I would... I feel like it's the TikToks mostly. So it's the TikToks, which is like usually not done at a party, one would think, and there's the choreography involved. But I think that like what I started to understand is that there's like this reality show. I sound like a fucking boomer. I'm I'm grandpa over here. Like, well, this was your nephew was telling you about this reality show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he uh, he fixed my my iPad. It was. It yeah, it I mean this in. this little guy is amazing with computers. You've got it. If you ever yeah. have a problem, just give him a call. It wouldn't print. My iPad wouldn't print, and then he fixed it for me. Um, yeah, I think your iPad might be out of ink. Is what the issue is. Mm. Mm, that's what that's what he said. That's what he you said. You can get it. Are, in you, the are you my nephew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, Uncle Jarvis? <laughs> what I understand is like, I now imagine this is a big reality show that's playing out in real time. And the parties are like a place like where drama can happen. So it like adds to the storyline, I think. So if you see mm. people picture pictured together, then it's like, oh snap, like is Addison Ray gonna get back with Bryce Hall? They were pictured together at this party or whatever. These are just names to me. I don't really know. So what I'm do saying. you think that this is like that's that's part of the content strategy is like being seen at parties with whomever and that might make people more invested in this, the grand story of Bryce Hall. The desirable lifestyle is like the foundation of those personalities. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, it's that we're not talking about like actually, you know, amazing, successful people that don't like like, like Dan Bilzerian. But <laughs> uh, most of the time it's truly like, okay, yeah, I like your show, I like your content, I like your videos, whatever. But what I actually really, really like as a confused and lost 15-year-old is the idea that I could just be going to parties all of the time and that I could do more or less whatever I want, even during quarantine. Yeah. I think that's an appealing aesthetic. No matter what they're actually making, the concept of them being able to have full agency even when the world is shut down, yeah. doing things I could never dream of, that independently I think is really appealing. Quote. I feel like I saw a post on Facebook that like one of my- <laughs> All right, old, Grandpa. Yeah. Okay, flex. <laughs> well, my, well, my nephew was showing me Facebook and as oh. he was scrolling, I just sort of like caught a glance at one. Jarvis is like, your nephew. Jarvis is my nephew and I'm Jarvis's nephew. Don't ask questions. You would understand if you were rolling in the deep. Yeah. It's a complicated relationship. But I saw like, you know how, oh, I don't know if you have this, but like your older relatives will post about like, why can't the quarantine be over? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I saw one post that like included that what happened to Bryce Hall in there. And I was like, do old mm. people care about TikTok now because a TikTok star's house got shut down because of COVID? Yeah. And so I kind of feel like maybe he's like reaching this new audience of like old people who don't care about COVID now. And so that could be like a cool new route for him to go. It's like yeah. the anti-vax mom route kind of thing. Anti-vax moms uh, love Bryce Hall. That's what I Finally. hear. And Minions, the two, the the, 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 the the trifecta, both two things. Like it seems like they do live for the drama. Like I watched a Bryce Hall video, um, which was interesting. Like the whole video was like, look, man, I'm not about the drama. I don't really care about the drama. I literally don't care. I can't but feel this anything. Guy, yeah, this guy just called me out. And uh, what are you being a little bitch for calling me out? You know where I live. Come say that shit to my face. And I was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, are you? I don't care about the drama, but I'm going to have a fight publicly in front of millions of people. <laughs> he literally said, uh, yo, like that, like Logan Paul shit. Like, I'm trying to do that. Like, let's do that. And I'm like, 
So you do, that is, mm, I don't know how to tell you this, buddy, but that is the drama. He doesn't drama. care about the yeah. drama. He cares about the competitive energy of that boxing. That is the drama. He cares about the sport. I can understand how you can go, how you can be very selfish in that moment and go, whatever, I'm going to live forever. Like the future doesn't exist and I want satisfaction and gratification now. I mean, I understand where they're coming from. It's just a matter of like, I need other people to, I, like it's dangerous that there's so many like 17 year old millionaires running around with like no supervision. Yeah, I mean, the like the whole hype house thing, that it just seems like it's so destined for there to be drama. Like they don't have mm. to manufacture that. If it's a bunch of like teens living together, yeah. With no parental supervision, and it seems like people are like dating each other. It's yeah. like, of course, that's going to erupt into. Don't chaos. worry, guys. There's going to be drama. Yeah, they're doing the Bachelor in quarantine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have you heard about all the drama with that? Yes. The series has gotten a lot of criticism over the years for, you know, not being representative of different people from different backgrounds. There's only been one Black Bachelorette. I don't believe there's ever been a Black Bachelor. And no, just the one they just announced. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking Tyler Cameron's friend. Tyler's friend, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, you know he's going to be a good bachelor because he's Ty cause Tyler Cameron. You know him as Tyler's friend. <laughs> you know him as like a really popular guy from Iconic. his season's friend. The guy yeah. who they really would have liked to be the bachelor, but he wants nothing to do with the franchise because he's like going to Gigi Hadid's grandpa's funeral or whatever. Yeah. He's like the hottest person in the world. I don't think he needs to be on The Bachelor anymore. Yeah, he's like, I've graduated. This is, by the way, Bachelor Boys. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the series, yeah, it's got a lot of criticism. And one of the uh, critiques is due to like most of the people on the show are super young. Like the last Bachelorette, I think, was 24. Yeah. And, and so they're like, hey, what about representation for like older people? They were like, cool. They Got this woman, Claire Crowley, who is on a bunch of other seasons of The Bachelor, and she's a little bit older. What is she, like 35 or something? Uh, I think she might be like 38. I don't mm. – well, I don't know. Is it 35 or 38, Danny? I, <laughs> like, we, we need we need the T. Look, it's um, literally impossible to find out. <laughs> One second. <laughs> God. You've got to talk to your nephew, uh, figure out how to Google. The um, She's 39. Wow. Progressive. Good job, Bachelor. Pat yourselves on the back. Um, I thought you meant so progressive because she was 38 and now she's 39. No, no, she's progressive. She's <laughs> progressive, progressive because of she's... her to age like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of the finalists that Colton didn't want to date is Taisha, who is uh, biracial. She's Mexican and black. And she's also a good person. She's uh, uh, I feel like she's like uh, like a like what's the word? Um, nice. Uh, Nice. Yeah, she's yeah. nice. That's the word you were looking for. It was, yeah. yeah. She's spice. got like a good head on her shoulders and I think she'll be a good bachelorette because... Uh, Isn't she... I forget what she did for a living. I thought she had some like really or cool she's job or something. Like, she's phlebotomist. really smart. Yeah. She takes blood, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unwilling. She's a vampire. She's a vampire. She's... Yeah. You, you know a little bit about that, huh, Danny? Yeah. Um, she's my dad. <laughs> Damn. Oh, there's weird. a lot of... There's a whole complex Seems like you two would know each other. <laughs> yeah. So she would be... Your great un uncle, I guess, if, grunkle. if she's my dad my and grunkle. you're my nephew. Did you say grunkle? My, yeah, no. I did say grunkle. It was a uh. reference to Gravity Falls. Okay. Yeah. Shout oh, out did to we Gravity both Falls. say grunkle? Did we? Oh, wow. I didn't even know it was a Gravity Falls reference. We, re we regularly say the same thing at the same time, and it's a problem. Well, we're fusing. Because uh, I don't know if you've experienced anything like this, Danny, but people think that we're the same person. No. 
Mm. I can't relate to that. I'm sorry. Okay, well. Everyone I, sees me as my own unique individual person, and there's right. not a joke yeah. that everyone says about it. So What's funny is, I mean, I'm waiting on Twitter. When we ask for questions, nobody's managed to take a swing. Nobody's brave enough to reference that yet. You'd think someone would, but no. I took some screenshots today. Um, <laughs> is that the uh, end of the segment? <laughs> and that's all, folks. No um, cool. All right. <laughs> I figured out which button uh, it was. My nephew did. All me. by myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is on like sad boys videos because we just recently started posting this stuff to YouTube. And someone said, I'm new here and I literally can't figure out if these are two different people or if he's playing a character and is really good at acting. <laughs> Holy, oh, wow. these are two different people. Ha ha ha. I thought it's edited in just one person speaking, just two versions of himself. And like people are legit like legitimately confused that's um, wait a minute about that's you guys so much yeah, more yeah, impressive yeah. Yeah, if, if, if yeah. this was a single person acting on two angles that is so much better than our show and like either a really good american accent or a really good british accent i, I know can't tell i cannot do jordan's accent to save my life yeah and so people are just like i thought it was just one guy talking to himself like if i had a really high-minded like high concept like curtis connor podcast where it's like me to me it's like very really good times two <laughs> very really especially good yeah. Damn. All right. <laughs> I want to talk about the fact that Danny and I went to the same college at the same time and somehow didn't overlap or didn't. Yeah. Um, but first, I want to play a game. You guys want to play a game? Yeah. Let's do it. Is it uh, th Danny, is it true that like me, you're an epic bacon gamer? That I'm an epic gamer? Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, I don't game often, but when I do, it's pretty epic. You, you game out, you'd say? Would oh, you, yeah. Do you rise up? I try not to just because I don't want to show off, but... You know, That's when true. the time's right. I'll I, I game up. prone. This game is called Keep Doing That, Kanye. Uh, it's based on the fact that Kanye West is very active on Twitter. And sometimes he tweets really funny things. And other times he is bad and stuff. And he's like running for president and he probably shouldn't be and all kinds of other bad stuff. So I want to encourage good behavior from Kanye West so that he can just be a meme for all of us to enjoy without having to worry about uh, you know, supporting his less savory antics. So this is called so, Keep Doing That Kanye. Yeah. Yeah, keep doing that. Imagine like you're saying this, keep keep this up, Kanye. It's a very poorly named segment. I Danny, do understand would you that. Actually, I know we discussed this already, but and we almost forgot. Would you mind doing the theme song now, just live? Oh, yeah. Um, it's in the script, in, which you know off the top of your head. Right. I feel like it's a parody of uh, the song from The Life of Pablo where he's like, I miss the old Kanye. Sure. But instead exactly. it's, it's uh, I miss. Keep doing I that, miss, Kanye. I miss the that Kanye. Yeah. Get but back to so rap, much Kanye. longer. <laughs> oh, that's I right. Mean, yeah, there's I would other say it's a good several minutes. Uh, keep doing that, Kanye. With, mm. uh, yeah. You funny dad, Kanye. You, but now you're bad, Kanye. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You make me sad, <laughs> <It's>, Kanye. <laughs> I miss my dad, Kanye. <laughs> Where is my dad, Kanye? <laughs> what did you do, Kanye? <laughs> Return him to me, Kanye. I, I don't want to change the subject because I really, truly am missing my dad, Kanye. <laughs> Just blaming Kanye for your father's disappearance. That's the bit. Or Kanye is my father. Who's who's to say? Well, Tasha's my father. Good point. So he's your grand buncle yeah. dad. Uh, someone will come up with the full family tree after the episode. <laughs> I guarantee it. We appreciate it. So, I look forward to it. I'm a little so interested myself. Have we found that? <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested. What we're looking at right now is a photo of the one and only Steve Harvey. Notorious good bloke. Kanye tweeted this photo. They're at Chick-fil-A. You 
have to guess uh, what the caption is that Kanye tweeted this with. Uh, is it like multiple choice or I just have to come up with this? It's uh, you just have to off the top of your head and you know, you're never going to get it unless you are. And I'll just, you know, we'll judge you based on there's, this isn't a real game. Well, it'll just be fun. Okay. You can call somebody if you need to. Mine is going to be a reference to one of his songs from Jesus is King. It's going to be closed on Sunday. You're my Steve Harvey. That's my guess. Wow, that's, that's so much better than the real one. Damn good. The answer to uh, what this caption is, transition, <laughs> me and Steve Harvey was hungry. <laughs> that, is what, that is what Kanye said. Um, so this just gives you an idea of like the mind of Kanye West and how he thinks. Yeah. And how we should all think. I like that the caption adds virtually nothing to the picture because like you can tell right. that they were hungry because they're at Chick-fil-A. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it provides a little bit of backstory, but I've, I know you can also yeah. provide it provides the context that that is Steve Harvey. Yeah. In case you're wondering. Mm. Yeah, that's Steve. Harvey. Well, it's either him or Steve Harvey, but I'm going to guess that that's Steve Harvey. It's also nice to know that it was in the pr- prior tense. So now he's not hungry, I would guess. He's, oh, he's tucked yeah. into some, some okay. Chick-fil-A. So that's nice. We know that he's already had his hunger. Um, Goodness. Quent. Quenched? Yeah. His hunger yeah, yeah. quenched. Yes. Yeah. 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 His cool. hunger sure. been quenched. His hunger was quenched. So this next photo needs no introduction. It's 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 Kanye holding a shoe as he's one to do. Jordan has not seen this, so now we're in mm. the full game. Jordan and Danny, I want to hear both of your guesses as to what Kanye, what Kanye said. All right, I already have a guess. All right, Danny, what's what's your guess? My guess is a ghost tried to kick me. It's... A really out there. Yeah, and this is it, this is presumably the shoe of the ghost, or is yeah. it completely unrelated? Yeah, like, yeah. The- <laughs> or it's a metaphor. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm saying that Kanye's blocking a ghost kicking him. The ghost is wearing oh, whatever oh, Nike yeah. this is. Yeah. The ghost's unfinished business is related to Nike, so it's afraid to yeah. take a swing. He's for some reason right. it's a ghost that's completely invisible except for the Yeezys, and it's trying to kick Kanye, but he's blocking it very well it's a very deft deft hand kanye has it's very very delicately like has his hand on the shoe he he really knows how to take care of a shoe you know he's not gonna yeah. let the fact that he's being attacked no he doesn't want to uh, crease him or anything they're still very nice yeah. shoes yeah, you think he's taking photos nice during the attack that's yeah even more he's bold. like i gotta snap i gotta snap this that does seem very kanye damn okay jordan do you my have a guess, guess is these are the houses that my feet live in. All right, so let's find out what Kanye said. And the answer is, I'm getting better at this. These bring me back to my childhood. Growing up on anime, I need a pair. Hmm? <laughs> Sorry. These, these, One more these bring me back to my... T- Look, is it not clear enough? These bring me back to my childhood. <laughs> Growing up on anime, I need a pair. Mm. Okay. How? Wait. So how is he of, holding them if he doesn't have a pair? Does he only have one? Maybe. And the, so he's maybe, like, maybe I need a. I wish I had a pair of these. Well, I need the a ghosts. pair specifically. I'm missing a pair. Uh, it or or it's the um he's being kicked by an anime ghost who has very cool shoes, Whoa. and he's just like, hold on, let me snap a photo. I need. I need to acquire. That's the pair. only way you can capture them. Wait, no, it's because he doesn't have a pair and he has the one shoe. Yeah, he's only got one, so he's like, I wish I had a pair of these. But I just I have wish one. I had one for yeah. both my feet. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. So I'm gonna uh, show you the next round. I'm gonna give the point to Danny on that one because I you? think that it made sense. Look, uh, the the points don't matter. There's no points. There's no point to this. Haha. <laughs> okay. Yes, friendship so, doesn't either. So this next one is gonna look very familiar. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> new fresh so, caption. I think he has a pair, thankfully. So, in uh, case you're in case you're curious, um, yes, Kanye did tweet the same photo twice. He tweeted it back to back, but with a different caption. Wait, is, so is this the exact same photo? It's the exact same photo. Okay, because now I'm sort of seeing like a shadow coming out of the shoe, like it's a really Whoa, skinny yeah. ghost leg. Oh shit! Wait, wait a second. Hold <laughs> on. You might shoe. you might be onto something. Hang on. And that looks like a slightly different angle. Am I correct? Oh, it is a slightly different angle. Mm. It's a slightly more like sort of side angle, um, whereas before it was like more of a three fourths angle. Oh, yeah, I think the shoes rotated a little bit. Like exactly. Yeah. Oh, mysterious! Rotated all by itself yeah. in his hand. Mm, interesting. Is is that maybe just a part of the like torque of the the kick, the ghost kick? Mm. Yeah, just like a part of the be. motion. R- residual power from the ghost kick. Yeah. Or of course, it could just be his hand moving because he's holding it with his hand. I don't think so. No, probably not. No, that doesn't add up. You're right. No, I no, embarrass no, no, myself. No, no. Let me try to think of what he's saying here. I know it's tough. Take your time. I mean, I kind of want to stay in the ghost realm. Maybe just something simple like kick number <laughs> you, two. Didn't you start out the podcast yeah, in the ghost, in the ghost realm. realm? Are you sure you want to go back? <laughs> yeah. Are they coming from the deep? <laughs> yeah, I want to go back to the ghost realm, I think. Uh, I'll see you <laughs> guys later. AKA the deep. Now it's just his chair. Shoot. A lot is riding on this guy. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that this is the second shoe of the pair. So now he does have a mm-hmm. pair. And now I'm mm-hmm. now I oh, think he okay. now I think he misses when he just had one. So I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna say wish I just had one of these stupid shoes. <laughs> All that glitter ain't gold. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I've reached the mountaintops and I'm still missing something. Jordan, do you have a guess? Yeah, I'll say in a similar vein that I think maybe Kanye doesn't have object permanence. So he might he mm. has the other shoe, but now he does not remember that he had the prior shoe. So he's just <laughs> and the loop is happening because he keeps putting them back in his bag. I think it's going to be so happy to have a shoe. I'm Kanye. Oh wait, Danny. Yeah, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you read this. Wow, so cool, Nike. Keep innovating. The world needs it. Great job. Wow. I I think you made a mistake. It was a great reading, except for the fact that. Uh, he said the the world the, the wallard wor- the wallard <laughs> the mm, wallard, Amanda wallard to me this because I know Kanye's feelings towards Nike or at least I think I do this sounds like sarcasm right, right, right. to me it does a yeah. lot of ellipses too he's got some real uh, dad on Facebook ellipses yeah wow so you know? cool Nike keep innovating yeah the world needs more of this good job <laughs> right so like where does he stand because I thought he needed a pair. Or is that still? Do we now? These think really that take that me back to was, my childhood. Oh, yeah. Was facetious. Yeah, these really. I loved anime. Yeah. <laughs> like who Can the you fuck? Imagine? Oh yeah, these really remind me of anime. As if like, yeah, that would like imply that they're supposed to remind him of anime if he's being sarcastic about it. Yeah, and they failed. It. Right. I want to pick a good last one, but I've got a couple. I've got a couple of great options. So what I'll do is I'll I'll pick a new one, and then we can all decide if we want to do do a, a bonus one or something. Okay. So. Here we go. Let me make my little screenshot guy. And then let me just make sure to put Danny in here. Yeah, let me get in there. Oh, gosh. I've done something <laughs> bad. Oh, no, guys. I'm back in the deep. <laughs> okay, Danny's I'm, I'm in the deep. back in the ghost. He's back in the ghost realm. There's so many shoes. Yeah, how many shoes are there, Danny? I can't I can't count them all. They're all kicking me out. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't remind me of anime at um, all. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. The uh, ghost realm really reminds me of anime. <laughs> Great job, Nike. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's get Danny in here. There I here, am. I'm just going to go ahead and give give people Danny's face again so that he they, Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, thank God. I'm back out. So I'm that out he of can the deep. see. Had to get had to get Danny out of the deep. We were all in the deep for a second okay. there. 
yeah, what are we what are we looking at here? I mean, these are just babies chilling in a stick of butter, right? You say that like um like it's I think it's pretty okay, clear. It's, okay. Is the question literally what is it? So um, so Jordan, if you if your answer doesn't have to do with babies chilling in a stick of butter, then you're wrong, just so you know. So Okay. Yeah. Well now I I'm a natural contrarian, so I kinda wanna say that it isn't. But also, I mean, people can't see this. We have a full camera shot of you, and you've been gesturing a, a fist under the table, which I don't love. Feeling a little threatened. I mean, um, yeah, my third fist has been gesturing under the table. Are we going for caption, or we're just guessing what it is? We've got to guess the caption, but I like where your heads are at. Mm, I think it seems like the insole to a shoe, but maybe I'm just stuck on shoe anime-related topics. Uh, this this is me. Okay, can I change mine? No. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to change mine to this is me. Oh, this is me. <laughs> I, I do like that. Um, shout out to Camp Rock. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Okay, my guess is, ugh, take me back. <laughs> Like, this is sort of like a throwback picture. He wants to go back to uh, whatever this mm. was. Whatever you think was this happening. is nostalgia mm. as well? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, sincere or sarcastic nostalgia? Maybe mm. with, like, that exasperated face. Like, the kind of, like, ah, uh, face, you know? Oh, oh the, take the, me back. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine contains... I, w- I, I want to say it just contains, like, the that one. And it just says, Haha, it's me. Uh, Danny, I wish you hadn't changed your answer because the correct answer is, drumroll please. Oh. Can't wait to chill like this. Oh, shit. And, well, I feel like my answer was almost right. It was just the wrong tense. This mm. is like the future mm. tense of my answer. It's a time traveling answer. Oh, yeah. take me back. It worked. <laughs> That's the game, everybody. Fantastic. Danny, theme song. I miss the dad, Kanye. Bring back my dad, Kanye. Where is my dad, Please Kanye? bring him back, It's all Kanye. your fault, Kanye. <laughs> um, it was assault, Kanye. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, where's this going? Fault, he's in a vault, Kanye. <laughs> Let my oh, dad no, he's out, in please. a vault. Okay, cool. Thanks for playing. Oh, they say Danny plus audio equals fucked. Is that true? I just don't believe it. I think that they're talking about a different a different thing. I fucked a microphone once. They're yeah. talking about Wait, next time let's do a loop of the GameCube opening. <laughs> oh, I do Just like that. a never ending one that never gets uh, to the boom. Oh my god. Now I wanna watch it. There's like a ten hour YouTube video that's just that and then it does end at the end. Like an old old school Mr. Beast would watch that video. It's the only one he gives up on. I can't do it. I uh, have a question for Danny, and it's mostly about his experience in college because we went to the same college, Georgia Tech, Go Jackets. Um, I graduated in 2014. Danny, when when did you graduate? I graduated in 2016. Cool, yeah. So we were offset a little bit. I kind of, did you ever take uh, Data Structures and Algorithms, CS 1332? Or I guess, what was your major? I was CM, which is a thing that only exists at Georgia Tech, but- computational yeah. media yeah it's like uh how would you describe it danny i think that like a lot of people in cm uh were kind of in the realm of like wanted to go into like the game development industry so it was like yeah. it was like cs but also like graphic design art courses stuff like that so you right. like you were taking like film courses and graphic design courses and also uh, CS courses. All the cool people I know were, were CM. I was like a boring CS major. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really even have that. I didn't really even have like friends that were in. My, I guess I did, but most of my friends like were just like other engineering, like AI yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is there like a an area or path you would gesture people away from if, like, say, this September they're going into 
into college. Oh yeah, I guess a lot of people are asking like um, for college advice because college is starting up soon for a lot of people. Or is it started? Like, say of those majors and minors and focus areas, is there something you'd explicitly be like, "This is a total fucking waste of time. Please don't do this." I don't think I could speak from experience because the I've only done one major and it's was. Yeah. I feel like most kids that I knew from that major have decent jobs now. So I feel like some people make the mistake of, and this I. This is totally just from like my perspective, but some people make the mistake of deciding what they want to go to college for instead of what yeah. they want to do after college. I think you should decide what you want to be when you're done with college and then get the degree that yeah. gets that thing. That's how sometimes yeah. people get trapped in a position of like getting a college degree for something that's not necessarily marketable for, for jobs or something like right. that. Is, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I would say also don't be afraid to change it up if you like like when you make a decision when you're 18 that's not uh yeah you don't have to like stick to that because you might not like it and you don't want to be unhappy like even if you're on your last i mean maybe if you're not like about to graduate because then you could have some other options but i think a lot of people at least i remember when i was in school there was a lot of weird like talking down about people who switch their majors and stuff it's like, oh, it was too hard. So they had to like get out oh, or something. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, if it's just not their thing, like I don't, I'm not good at, ev I wouldn't be good at every major. I actually started as compy and then I changed to CM because mm. I mean, it wasn't even hard yet. It was freshman year. I wasn't even taking any compy yeah, yeah. class. I was just like, this isn't for me. I want to do something more yeah. like creative. So yeah. I like that CM had like art involved in it cm is super cool i think that i i used to be like a more artistically minded kid and then i fell out of it and then i kind of got into or i wanted to learn to code and so like that's where i got into the uh the cs side of things mm. and i think that what kept me in it was like the community because the community at the college of computing was like really good yeah um, true. and shout out by the way jordan uh jamie and jessica crab our our buddies um were cm they're twins but we, we all went to school together as a result of yeah. cm i'm trying to think of like any times we would have crossed paths but I, there was like one club that i went to it in the college of computing that was like the game development club but that's like the only thing i did it oh yeah the game development club i think i maybe went to one meeting i was the president of the web development club oh. <laughs> uh, for a time but i was like super involved in that stuff like uh the third floor of the college of computing was like the lounge where everybody would kind of there's like couches and like a whiteboard and it was where a bunch of people would hang out after class mm -hmm. and so like i was like a mainstay up there so i like knew all the faculty up there and it was like the, it was like the orgs room was what it was called because it was all the people who were involved with the random orgs at the College of Computing. Yeah. So I was in like, yeah, I was in like the mobile development club and the, uh, the, the web one. And I think the only chance that we would have overlapped is I TA'd both of the Java classes. Um, oh. so at various points, like I T at 1331 and 1332, the only nice thing about that now is I, I went to a thing at YouTube recently and we were like sitting down with some engineers and talking and one guy was like, you were my TA. And I was like, great. Uh, <laughs> now, now fix the website. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to work. Did you do yeah. well? I like go look at his transcript. Yeah. You're like, Hey, you never turned in that assignment. When are you going to do that? You start like hounding yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you reverse this linked list, bruh. I know you um, can hear me. <laughs> what was your favorite class in college? This is so weird. I Yeah, this is really weird because I like never think about college for some I, reason. I know. I know. I don't either, to be completely honest, because obviously like it's not happening every day yeah. for me now. Okay. I think I know what class was probably my favorite. There was one where we made like a Game Boy 
advanced game. Yes. Is it like 20 something, 26? Yeah, it was like a C sharp class. I know that Jessica did that. Oh yeah, it was C, it was C sharp. Yeah. Cause like the version I took was like the CS major version. And so we were writing in C, mm. but I made like a little Pokemon Game Boy Advance game. There's a lot of good people at George Tech, a lot of good community. Yeah, I miss it. And I wish I yeah. did more, honestly, because like towards my junior and senior year, I got really in, engulfed in the Vine world and I sort of like stopped For paying sure. attention to college and did more yeah. with that. But yeah, I definitely wish I did more. Once I started getting internships, I started checking out of class more too, because it was like, oh, I already know what I'm going to do after I graduate. Yeah. So it's cool. No, shout out to Georgia Tech. It's a good, it's a good place. We should also throw out like yeah, you might find yourself more compelled by something else and start drifting away from the education you initially signed up for, but it's not necessarily wrong. It's kind of in the, in the vein of what you were saying, Danny, about if you don't necessarily target what your career will be based on what you study, study what you're interested in, and then kind of pivot yeah. from there if and when. If you yeah. fall in love with something halfway through your last year, it's okay to... I mean, don't prioritize it to the point where it's, you're putting yourself in jeopardy, but don't, also don't feel bad that you care about anything aside from your degree. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. There's a follow-up question here that's sort of in... It, there's an interesting phrasing at the end that I wanted to throw to you about the Georgia Tech stuff because Yvette says, can you share your experiences on taking computer science? N no. How were the career prospects after school? Absolutely not. But then they said, how did you trudge through your education? A, did it ever feel like a trudge, I suppose? But B, do you have tips on how to trudge through that kind of education? Well, yeah, when I was like doing so much on Vine, it definitely felt like it was kind of like a chore to keep doing my CS degree. Because at that point, I was like, yeah. I'm going to be a Viner forever, baby. Why do I need this? <laughs> Why do I need my computational media degree from from Georgia Tech? Why do I need this really good degree from a really good school when I could be a Viner for the rest of my life? When I found I this platform that's going to be easy to monetize long term. This website's yeah. going to be around forever. This is a thing I can rely on. No, I mean, I think it was a grind <laughs> uh, for sure. Like for me, it was like if it weren't for the community mm. there, I wouldn't have uh, been able to like get through it. Cause I think I, I needed community support for getting through stuff and like getting to the point where I felt like I was like good at what I was doing. Would and, that be uh, your advice then? Identify a community and engage as much as possible. With that would that. be my advice. But I was like, I was playing a different, I was playing the game of like get hired in Silicon Valley, which is a whole different situation. You know, like playing the reason I TA'd for the classes I TA'd for was because I knew that that was what they asked in technical interviews and stuff. So I was kind of like, playing the game to try and get my foot in the door somewhere. It definitely seemed like, and I, I'm not sure if this is true, but from like my outside perspective and all the kids that were like in really close communities, not, not even necessarily like, you know, like college of computing stuff or stuff like that, but right, like, right. like, um, marching band or like, yeah. uh, ROTC or like stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Or just clubs like, were had an easier time in school in general because they had other people that they could rely or like even fraternities and stuff i felt like um a lot of times helped so just like any club where you can f or like any organization where you can feel like you've got people that have your back is really helpful i'd like wish i did more of that because i feel like it was kind of isolating but having groups of yeah. people that you can talk to is helpful. yeah yeah extending definitely. all the way through your career choice i mean yeah being in a working environment that also does that working is not it's not problem solved <laughs> you don't go from acquiring your degree into a workplace and just go oh wow i'm only happy all of the time yeah there's yeah you talk about trudge i mean depending on what the projects are and what the aggressiveness of that project is or how much you care or can engage with it it can be the most trudgy thing you've ever been involved with 
Right. Yeah. That's why, yeah, it's definitely important to build out other aspects of your life. And I feel like that helps with the hard yeah. aspects of your life. Yeah. Thanks a bit. Good follow up All question. Right. All right, Jordan, hit us you with didn't a, know it was a follow up question when you asked it, but I made it with one. A, a non-college. We graduated from college. We're, we're out in the real world now. What's oh uh, shit. We're doing this linearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it. These are chronological time. questions. <laughs> There's a Danny, continuity. Are you going to start using Vine or what? <laughs> Where do you think the business is going? Yeah. Are you going to start using Vine? <laughs> yeah, I, I went oh, back shit. a little bit more. What's the hardest part about collaborating with other content creators? I suppose the first part of that is in general, and then the second part is right now. Uh, I suppose logistics is the biggest one right now, but in general, hardest part. Yeah, I don't know, Jarvis, what what collaborations have you done? I haven't really collaborated with many people, only like people I knew in real life. Yeah, oh yeah, you've like, done videos with your friends. Before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of weird because you see people from afar and it's like hard to know how to make inroads. Even like this podcast, asking people to do it kind of feels like I was telling Jordan kind of feels like hey can like Danny come out to play <laughs> like yeah. uh, is it okay if like you're like hey Danny's mom <laughs> like is uh is Danny available I've kind of had to get over myself in in quarantine because it's the best excuse because we're all kind of at our houses or on our computers and, and so like that's been helpful like I was just texting like uh uh Trahan mm -hmm. Ryan Trahan and I was gonna have him come on the show because he just made a video about like switching up content and like yeah, how I watched like that video. is is tough yeah 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 and so i was like oh yeah this would be a great like that kind of stuff i only met him at like a conference or something so i think i i always need like a real world touchstone mm. to, to yeah do. i mean we only have only met like briefly in person right we met at vidcon yeah. but we sort of just yeah, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. passing i feel like collabs have always happened like very naturally for me like yeah. the first time I collabed with Drew, who's the person I've collabed the most with, he just was like coming to LA and he was staying with us. So we were like, well, I want to shoot a video while you're here. It didn't feel like it was like this big ask because right. he was already like staying at yeah. our apartment. And then Curtis, I guess the first time we collabed was just on tour. So it was like, yeah, obviously we're going to collab on yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about collabs for collab sake? Because I think that used to be a thing in old school mm. YouTube where people would be like, Oh, this person's big. I'm big. Let's collab. Mm, yeah, let's have a play date oh, for no. PRC. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd collab with someone that like was just like totally random and I knew nothing about them. Or it's just like, yeah. oh, this is a big YouTuber. Sure, let's get him in here. And no, yeah, that seems yeah. weird. There's got like, I mean, yeah. I could understand like helping out with a video if they just need like a clip or something. But like, mm -hmm. both for sitting sure, down to sure. get like, if I did a video like a like a video, I would usually collab on with another commentary person. But with like if like James Charles wanted to be in that and we both like, we're, but we're still yeah. doing like a commentary video. You're not commenting on the fact that like James Charles yeah. is there for some reason. No, that would just feel so weird. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like he's we literally have background. nothing in common and don't have like the same sense of humor or same type of content. Yeah. 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 No, that'd be weird. Also like, it's probably not a good strategic decision based on how the YouTube algorithm works. Cause if a bunch of James Charles people get recommended your videos and like don't click right. on them, yeah, without the like bridging, it might hurt your analytics. Yeah, that's a good point too, because um, I was gonna say like it does open you up to the James Charles audience, but how interested are they going to be? Yeah. I mean, maybe they would all be pretty interested in the video we do together, but then right. if other videos of just me get right. recommended to them, there's probably a 0% chance they'll click on it. So that would hurt in the long run. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That question was asked by Skeleloon, by the way. I didn't say the name. Oh, cool. Ooh, this is a spicy one. How difficult is it? Oh, this is from A. Daniels. A, sp a spelled A-Y-E. I kind of dig a that. A. a Daniels YT. I'm assuming they have a YouTube. Maybe go look at it. Maybe watch the videos. That's I don't know. Maybe unsubscribe from Jarvis and Danny. 
Hey, Daniels. Daniels, is that your alter ego? Yeah, that's my, that's hey, my third Daniels. channel. That's where oh, I get wow. absolutely insane. With a different face <laughs> I drink and battery acid. voice. <laughs> you're like uh I snort guy, like, a squeezes, type uh, oh supreme patty in his eyes. you're supreme patty jam <laughs> yeah. suicide shots with battery acid dude that'd be crazy if i like my channels kept getting crazier and crazier like at the more i make and then like on my main channel i'm doing commentary on like my 10th channel because i'm doing such cringy shit Yo. yeah in the main channel you're obviously wearing an eye patch and like covered in <laughs> bruises and scars yeah, why the someone fuck better check out this? A Daniels. Yeah, why does he slash me keep doing this? Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. A Daniels A asks, how difficult is it to have normal friendships as a popular content creator? Do you guys have any friends? Mm. I'm I'm not asking based on your fame, more on just the way that you are and the things you say. And look, uh, still working on that one. Uh, mm. I think maybe in a couple couple years i'll be ready for a friend i think i'm gonna be funny soon and then once i figure that out i'm gonna work on friends yeah soon is relative but yeah yeah no i have like i have a lot of friends that i'm like my high school group of friends i'm really close with still i feel like i yeah i have like more high school friends than college friends i keep in touch with my high school friends a lot i guess it is kind of weird sometimes with like less my really close friends like we can you know talk about whatever but i feel like some semi-close friends sometimes worry about like talking about my youtube videos because they're like are am i coming yeah, off as like yeah. fanish or something if i talk about your videos or stuff like that i don't i don't but i don't think it's yeah. like hard to have friends there's just like certain weird yeah. areas that you have to navigate i agree with that someone asked are youtubers socially awkward irl i feel like a lot of us are to the yeah, ratio sure. of general creators yeah i would say yeah. <laughs> to the majority of artists are kind of awkward and yeah well it's like we spend all this time in our own spaces like i always feel weird translating into the real world a little bit the weird thing for me sometimes is just wanting to meet other creators like making those relationships in a way that doesn't come off like i'm trying to go after some sort of end goal you Mm. know what i mean so it's like i wanna cody and i got introduced via a mutual friend uh, pre-COVID, and so we haven't like gotten a chance to meet up, but we're gonna get coffee. I like genuinely think that we ha- would have things to talk about, interesting things, and then I always think about what value I can provide. It's like I know a lot of things about the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> like, I trust me, I'm not. I don't need your help for anything. I'm not asking anything of Hello, you, sir. I yeah. just want to yeah, be. If anything, you I should be asking be me for help. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> that's what it, that's what I tell myself in the mirror before before I like do do it. <laughs> Look at this stuff. Kanye tweet. <laughs> one i just want to chill like this i guess i do kind of feel in terms of like making friends with other creators i feel like a lot of other people that i know are way better about like becoming friends with people that they watch and i just like never mm. even think to reach out to people a lot of the times because i'm like i don't want to seem like i'm like like you said trying to get something out of them or like yeah, i want yeah. this relationship where like i'm just like a fan of you and i just like want to talk yeah. about your videos all the time or something like that yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like a weird thing, but I've taught like, yeah, I guess I've realized a little bit that like if someone reached out like that, I watched reached out to me and was like, hey, I like your videos. I wouldn't be like, oh, this person's trying to get something from me. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did. I never realized you watched my videos. That's cool. No, exactly. Yeah, it's it's tricky, though, because it's a little bit of a catch 22 because I want more creator friends, but then feel that friction with like reaching out. And then there's also the like, no one understands these specific set of problems except for people who are doing similar stuff, yeah. uh, similar stuff to me. Um, so it can like be kind of isolating in that way or a self-fulfilling prophecy or whatever. That's a good question. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't 
heard that before. Thanks. <laughs> I, I didn't ask it, but thank you. Jordan and I were talking about this, um, where they, these questions sound like if you were a, a campus reporter and like a stand-up comedian was coming to town, yeah. <laughs> like the questions that you would ask. But How I'm do gonna... you get into the funny zone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did, I did want to ask about uh, comedy influences because, you know, Jordan and I went to your tour um, and there were a bunch of very nice people who Wait, like, did I lined know that? Up. What show did you go to? Uh, we went to the LA uh, one. I didn't tell yeah. you, I don't think. I just like posted on Instagram after. Uh, but, okay. but like we were, I, and we have a bunch of feedback, <laughs> a bunch of notes. <laughs> yeah, we have a few notes. Um, it's a little late. I, uh, I will give you that. But look, the, you know, the shtick went on for too long. Uh, Curtis is stand up. It was whack. Um, so <laughs> that's so, a note for me. Don't bring Curtis next time. No Don't associate with that guy. Um, actually, that's an example of like, I wanted to reach out, but I was also like, I don't want to be weird, you know, mm. and I'm not looking for anything by reaching out. Like, I genuinely just like want to support and see it. I think it's like really cool what you guys are doing. And I think you guys are really, you know, great. So me and Jordan just like flew under the radar or so we thought, because then like a bunch of people like started lining oh, up next course. to our seats yeah. to like do to do like a little meet and greet. Uh, or to not little meet and greet, but they were, it was just like a lot of parents going, can we, hey, uh, she's a big fan. Can we take a, can we take a picture? <laughs> it's like, a, sure, man. Uh, the show's going to start. I don't want to distract from anything. You know what I mean? Like right. I wanted to ask about comedy influences because watching, I think the reason that I gravitate towards you and Drew is because I see a lot of like, oh, I speak that comedy language. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like, I was like coming up on Bo Burnham and like old school Lonely Island stuff. And like, mm. well, so I was just like a big like SNL boy and, and all that shit. Um, so I was curious, like, what your comedic influences were, um, or is there anything that jumps out to you as, like, this is kind of where my, like, for me, I have to try, like, Drew gets compared to John Mulaney a lot, I notice, uh, but no one compares me to him, despite the fact that I, I like, make direct references. <laughs> uh, like, a lot of the ways that I talk are, like, <laughs> specifically train myself out of, because I, like, as a kid just in high school would speak in bits of, you know, from from things mm. I liked, you know? Right. Uh, so it's hard for me to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what that's how you you form your comedic voice is by mimicking who you think is funny until you're just exactly, like this yeah. weird amalgamation. Yeah. Of by them. design, nobody comes up with their own language. <laughs> you yeah. adapt until you right. come up with something semi-original. Yeah. That's one of the weird things about starting out, like trying to do some like something comedic is you either have to be like kind of like a really bland version of yourself or you can try to like be your idol's. And there's pitfalls to both because like you could be yeah. perceived as like copying someone or you could be perceived as like having no personality. But yeah, yeah. that's I, I mean, that's sort of what I try to do is just like take things, take like aspects of things from people that I like and put them into my stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Do you have any specifics, though, or things that maybe like sort I mean, of more during yeah. formative years? Maybe like a podcast you really like? or Like, like by I, two know, very like... nice boys who are not yeah, happy. Yeah, I pretty much started YouTube because of sad boys. That's, wow. oh, that's the quote. We needed that. Oh, do we have it? Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks for joining, Clip everyone. That. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> no, you're. I mean, you were pretty much on the money with like John Mulaney and Bo Burnham and The Lonely Island, like that I really just want to be the Lonely Island, yeah. I feel like, when... That's, like, that's why I make music, is because yeah. I'm, like, just infatuated with their music, and I want to be yeah. them so bad. Yeah. No, I, I fully I fully relate to this, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I get compared to Bo Burnham a lot, too, and I love Bo Burnham, but I don't really know if, like... I feel like my music is a lot more influenced by the Lonely Island, because Bo is, like, 
so much more like I guess like analytical in his music, yeah, but yeah. I guess I am too. Yeah. I don't know. He's very yeah, meta. He's very meta. Like we we are, we talk about Bo a lot because we Jordan and I were both like big fans or are both big fans. And <laughs> yeah, until the incident. I think that <laughs> I think that like the the thing I like a lot about Bo is that the met the meta commentary of it. Like I love meta shit. Like my favorite TV show is Community, uh, and that was another thing that was like my sort of bread and butter was like like Community in the Office and shit when I was in like high school. But Bo is so good at like kind of cutting through the mm-hmm. facade of like like Bo is making jokes about the parasocial relationship in his bit where like there's somebody who this is like maybe 2012 one of his earlier things where someone's like I love you on the live recording he's like no you love the idea of me you love the it's idea, ca- yeah, yeah it's called a parasocial relationship anyway please buy my merch or whatever uh, and I'm like I I just love the stuff that he's done with his career. In uh, every live show I go to, I'm like, this man is a genius. How does this shit come out of his brain? In regards to like influences in the music, I feel like, especially when I'm doing like a commentary video and there's like a song at the end of it, I feel like that's when I'm more like Bo Burnham because yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. analyzing something and that's part of the music. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what Bo's really good at. But then like, I would never listen to like Bo Burnham in, like in a playlist of yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. But like, the thing I like about the Lonely Island so much is like their songs are like legit, yeah, like they're bops. pop songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have and to say, like, you're I making like, bops, Danny. D- d- your outro song is stuck in my head right now. And I haven't even you, like I haven't even finished a video in a year. <laughs> uh, I just like the idea that their songs can be so funny, but so like I like listening to their music more than like some other like other pop artists. Yeah, sometimes. oh, hundred percent. Like I just want to listen to something goofy. Yeah, and it still has like a really cool beat. Front to back, all of their albums are iconic. Also, uh, Pop Star and Hot Rod are like un- under celebrated, criminally uh, underrated masterpieces. We just watched Pop Star again a few days ago because Yo. because uh, we watched Palm Springs. Oh, I haven't watched the, it yet. How is it? It's really good. Uh, but then I was like, I was uh, feeling Andy Samberg ish. Yeah. So then we watched uh, Pop Star again. Jordan got me uh, for Christmas. Jordan got me a Connor for Real vinyl, <laughs> like which I don't didn't know they made. <laughs> but, but he got me the uh, Thriller also vinyl, <laughs> which is <laughs> the so funniest cool. fucking shit in the world, man. Ah, I saw uh, Yorma and Mike Brabiglia eating breakfast oh, together yeah. in New York, and it was like I was alone like eating and then I just saw them both walk in. I couldn't see either of their faces because of a glare. And then as I got closer, I was like, that's, and that's, and then I had to like talk to them. <laughs> and I just was like, I just, uh, since from birth, I was <laughs> loving <laughs> you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, John Mulaney outside of like a comedy club once. And I was like too scared to go ask for a picture. Cause I was like, he's just going to hate me. And I don't want him to hate me forever. But then uh, someone I was with asked for a picture with him. So I was like, oh, I'll get in the picture. Oh, with very guys. nice. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, you'd be brave enough. That happened to me with Kumail Nanjiani at like a New Year's thing in Oakland that he was hosting. And then I didn't ask and I was and I regretted it ever since. And for a brief time, when after I moved to L.A., I had the same personal trainer as him, which was very like I don't like I was at, went to my local gym, saw his name on the uh, like saw this trainer, looked him up on Twitter and he had like five followers and one of them was Kumail. And so I was like. Wow. Interesting. And then then Camille's body transformation photos came out and he like tagged that guy. And then he's like has has had business ever since. I was lucky I like like got in got in early. But then COVID 
And so I, he still owes me a session. I haven't even heard from the guy. What's up, dude? Where, where, where are you at? Maybe he's watching right now. He's, he might be watching right now. What's up, bro? Oh, there he is. All right, Jordan. Yeah, in the very I, least, interrupted you a, enough. A donation. No, I don't know anything to say. I don't know. I'm not insightful in any way. Lies. Uh, I, I will. Did just you just plus read your one. line off the script? Yeah. Like, stop giving us, stop oh, giving yeah, us sorry. lip and just read your fucking line. <laughs> I don't. It. I. It's oh daddy again. I mean, <laughs> I, I just say oh daddy again. I don't know what. It's yeah, that, I must have really been thinking, oh, daddy, when I wrote that. We really shouldn't we have printed that. out so many pages of script for Jordan, considering all he really it does is a lot. Is, oh, yeah, daddy. we're kind of destroying the rainforest with this shit. Yeah, I mean, I would have printed mine out, too, but my iPad is out of ink. So yeah, I can't. and my nephew's mm. oh, yeah. in, in school on Zoom or something. Yeah, thank you for doing it on papyrus, though. I mean, that adds a lot of flavor to it. Well, it's my f- our material, favorite font. Oh, font. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's it's on papyrus and in papyrus. <laughs> Absolutely, it's very difficult. It's to read. in and on papyrus. Me and Jarvis, one of the reasons that we connected very early on is because we had so many comedic influences. What I've noticed most lately, because our careers, but I guess especially mine with the whole partnership shebang at Patreon. Oh yeah, Jordan's job at Patreon of- for people who don't know was like building relationships with creators and trying to get them on Patreon. Um, so he interacted with like a lot of creators through that space, which has got to be weird, but you know, Jordan. Yeah. Mostly <laughs> a lot of times hanging out with creators and them going, I'm not sure about Patreon. They're like, okay, <laughs> fine. I mean, whatever you want to do. I mean, man. same, I'm honestly. To, I'm not here to bully. Yeah. I tell you what, but in, I'm sort of feeling like late 2018, I might feel <laughs> the same way. I might get hightail it out of here. I thought that I was kind of immunized uh, to the whole, oh, I'm, um, it's a creator that I like. I feel kind of nervous. And then more recently, I've noticed that it is regardless of size, regardless of influence, it's specifically how they influence. Mm. So my favorite comedy podcast by A Country Mile is Sad Boys. But my second favorite one is uh, Hollywood Handbook. I don't know if anybody's a fan of Hollywood Handbook, but it's a relatively small, super insular community full of the same end jokes. You know, it's like any any small to mid-sized podcast. And it is, uh, uh, to my knowledge, like a completely foreign sense of humor. Like I, I've engaged with nothing quite like it. It's absurdist, but without, without being dull or like overly hashtag random South Park experience. I am so obsessed with it and have been for years that I saw the influence creep in, hit a barrier, and then I'm just mystified by it. Like, I'm unable to understand quite how you get into the, like, modus operandi mm. of their comedy. And when I saw them at uh, at Hollywood Typewriter, is that what it's called? Why am I fucking yeah. about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so weird. It's a different word, Typewriter, but it's a great venue in LA. And I been, went to a couple different shows. Because of their scale, they always meet with everybody afterwards. Actually... Anastasia, Jarvis' assistant, that's like how we formed a friendship. Oh yeah, she was on on that podcast because she was big in that community. So that was another thing that we bonded on. uh, In the very first conversation we ever had. He's like, I love Hollywood Handbook. And I was like, oh, my friend was on that. (laughs) I was Um, like, Anastasia? And then he knew her name and that was weird. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because we're on an improv team together. Because like we, I used to do improv in SF and like uh, me and Anastasia were on a team together and I was just like, the next practice was like, Hey, I got a weird, there's a weird British you boy. You have a Stan. Also, Jordan and I have the same birthday, which is very strange. So we think mm. we might have. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I know. I you guys have the, you No, not the, the same initials, year. Not the same you? year. That would be weird. No, no, not the same initials. I had to check. Okay. <laughs> that took you a long time. Because that was oh, like man. one of the weird things that Drew and I realized, like after like that joke had been made for a while yeah. that we're like the same person. And then we were like. Then we realized we were both DG and we were like, well, that's yeah. weird. So like on our, I don't know if you, 
saw like the back of our tour jackets. They both were like our signatures, but they're like exactly the same because it was just like D scribble, G scribble. When we worked together at Patreon, we would often get mistaken for one another. We think because like people need more black friends probably. Because brown. (laughs) Mostly because brown. Yeah, it was a weird thing where it's like we don't look alike really. You're not even the same nationality. (laughs) Yeah, you would think, right? There's a lot of distinguishing features, yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, still to this day, we've made this joke and I feel bad for the person if they're listening. But uh, Jordan got, I just like I had braces the last two years and I I got them off. And um, and someone, a former coworker of ours, messaged Jordan asking how like getting braces <laughs> off was Congrats, going. bro. Oh, this is huge. No. And it was just like, oh, Jordan, you handled it well. You were like, sorry, I'm Jordan. Have I had braces? Hey, no sweat. I have a different name, face, and voice, but I can see the slip up on that one. It was also a reply to a story where I talked out loud. <laughs> which just presents a whole new set well of he issues. sounds different without his braces yeah on. it's a weird accent or yeah something. that's so crazy he sounds he's got a different head your body goes through transformation that's what they say what's the last question jordan uh let's make the last one how are your plants denny oh, oh well i should give a shout out all right so this is like a question sorry uh yeah abigail the fail asks how are your plants yeah so i don't know if you guys know this but like one of my big quarantine things has been becoming like really into gardening Mm. yeah like at the beginning of quarantine i I planted flowers and i was like starting them from seed inside and i made a couple instagram stories about that but they all died um all of them but then suspicious then i bought some like uh fruit and vegetable seeds and stuff like that and then i was growing those in my basement and i bought like a like a growing light or whatever for plants and i had that like in my basement for like a month and like a bunch, of, I have like cucumbers and bell peppers and a strawberry plant and a blueberry wow. plant that I've all got growing. And I've since transplanted them outside. So now I've got like a couple of cucumber vines on the side of my house and bell pepper plants. And um, the cool thing about strawberry plants is they self-propagate. Oh. So that I I bought one and it's turned into like four since wow. then. And it's, it produces strawberries like every couple of days well, for the past sick. couple of weeks. It's been really nice. But That's like a very adult hobby to have. Yeah, my it, it succulent is... is dying, so I have that going for me. There's like a lot to it. We got succulents inside too, and a couple of ours have died. It's like, those are tricky because you don't know how much you're supposed to water them because they're like desert plants. So it's like, do they ever need water? And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, and then they're even, like, I'm dying. And it's like, is it too late? <laughs> is it yeah, too late to e- save you? <laughs> even if you water them with the right frequency, I feel like you can still accidentally drown them the one time that you do water them just by giving yeah. them too much water. But uh, yeah, so my plants are doing good. My strawberry plant's doing phenomenal. Um, my cucumber and bell peppers, I haven't harvested anything, but they're just, I think I'm just about to take my first cucumber off the vine. It's it's pretty big. Ooh. It's like this big. And it's like, Jesus. it's hard. It's, it's like a good looking cucumber. Um, the bell peppers are getting pretty big too. I've got a couple that are like that big, so I'm just waiting for them to grow. Would you ever consider a, uh, autobiographical mixtape called cucumber off the vine or fresh off the vine? Oh shit. That's kind of cool. Young cuke. Yeah. Young cuke. Just, whoa, that was like a weirdness flashback. My, my AIM screen name in, um, in like fifth grade. Oh, this is so dumb. Was, (laughs) was. Cuke Larry, like C-U-K-E, like as in Cucumber Larry, because I really liked VeggieTales. Larry the Cucumber <laughs> is the cucumber from VeggieTales. So that was Damn. my AIM screen name. Damn. That's incredible. You know, it's amazing to get these kind of insights that you were not able to get on other shows. I know. Yeah, you would never learn we that. We forced that out of you. 
Mine was that, Magic Jarvis because I like Magic the Gathering and my name is Jarvis. Mine was uh, Donkey Con, no G, uh, 44, because I was really interested in getting a Donkey Kong game. Oh. I did not own one nor had ever played one, but I really <laughs> liked the idea of it. Did still you, did still you in that range, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, you've never played one Really, still? Really curious about it still. Damn. Uh, not a student throughout. I know you've already chosen the last question, but are you guys comfortable being approached on the street by people who watch your videos? Would you rather be left alone? I just thought that was kind of relevant uh, since we just talked about Mulaney. I am. I'm totally cool with it. Um, the only reason I would be worried is not for like my sake, because it would make me uncomfortable. But I think that people, I have this like thing where I always worry that people are going to be like really underwhelmed meeting me because I'm not going to be like, I'm not, I don't have like a funny written thing like I do in all my oh, videos. Oh, you're a comedian? I, Tell me a yeah. joke. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, people, yeah, people don't usually say stuff like that, but like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. there is this expectation because people don't always realize that like, I write my videos. Yeah. I'm not just like funny <laughs> and witty off the fly usually. So it's like, I'm, I'm also like not that like extroverted. I'm not good at like talking to people really that I've just met. So I'm always worried that it's just going to be like underwhelming for them. But I'm like, yeah, if you want a picture, that's fine. I don't mind. But yeah, I'm just not good yeah. at navigating that. They definitely won't be. Uh, underwhelmed because I think that the funny thing about that is like to them they're so self-conscious about their own presentation and stuff you know like that they're like oh my god I did I do something am that's, I doing something wrong you know yeah that's kind of what I've realized and it's kind of fucked up but I'm like I probably botched that interaction but because like they're so nervous they probably think that they're the reason it was awkward and so i could always cut <laughs> yeah, yeah, free yeah. and but knowing dar darn well that like i was the one that made it awkward because i just don't know how to talk to people and then i feel pretty good about myself <laughs> and then i say good good job me i don't obviously generally have interactions like that especially not with the youtube community but i didn't really realize that there was a big fan base for my D, &D show and Arx ARCS available. Arxpod, if you're available at Arxpod, it's a great show. And Jordan composes a lot of music for it. He's a great DM, well produced, probably the best produced D and D pod this side of the Mississippi. Absolutely, you should check the other side. There's a lot more of them, and they are stronger. But on this specific side, being the UK, <laughs> it's the best one. I genuinely, I didn't appreciate just how intense D and D fan bases were. I mean, it makes sense because it's it's like a niche thing. But I'm not really. A, I don't particularly like D and I just like improv and that was like a fun way of making a story with improv and there were a couple of occasions especially at like podcon uh not the one that we went to job but the the final one went rest in peace i find and with fan art i find myself getting very excited mm. to the degree where i think it's making them uncomfortable it's like hey we did, i did this pick of uh of nate's character check it out and i'm like fuck yeah you did that this is insane can i buy a copy of this <laughs> can i pay you what's your venmo do you want to move in because we could just keep doing these like that that i am not very good with. there was a couple times on tour where i sort of felt that like we drew and i would do meet and greets and some sometimes people would bring us fan art that was just like amazing one girl brought us like um well, she didn't even bring it for us, but she had a jean jacket and she painted the back of it like this beautiful, like stylistic picture of me and Drew. And we were just like, uh, like awestruck and to the point where like, I almost feel like she was like not expecting us to like it that much. And she was yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, like it's not that good, but like, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Just like, no, come on tour with shit. us. Yeah. Show everyone else the jacket. Yeah. yeah. You do a tour about the jacket. You got to write this into the show. You just walk on stage with the jacket and everyone cheers. And then you walk off stage. I don't mind it personally. 
I think it's just like, do what you would do if you were approaching any random stranger. Like if you needed to tell someone something, hey, sir, your shoe's untied or something like that. Like uh, just be courteous. Cause I think that the weirdness comes from when people are like stalky or like I've had um, situations where I'll be at a coffee shop. Like I would be at Phil's and I'd be like writing. Cause I just like the, back in the day, you know, that used to be a thing we could do. Right. Sometimes I would have someone like kind of, kind of sit like six inches away from me and like keep glancing over. And it's like, <laughs> let's do this, man. Do you want to talk? Like, let's, do you want a photo? Like just that is stop an hovering. <laughs> that's an uncomfortable situation. Or yeah. like, I don't know if other people developed it. I don't know if you have this, but like when I walk in somewhere, I kind of like do a glance around to see if anyone else like does a double take at me. Cause that's usually how that sort of interaction starts. If yeah. they're going to come up and take a picture is like, if I walk into like a Chipotle or something, so like, you know, someone does a double yeah. take or something. So I'm just like always aware of it. And so I, I feel like I've gotten pretty good at knowing when that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes I'll just notice them keep looking over and staring at me, but like never come over to take a picture or, or, or just say hi or anything. And like, then I'm like, am, is there like, so, am I supposed to go over to them and be like, hey, it's me. <laughs> Do you want a picture? But then like, that just seems like the douchiest thing in I've the world arrived. to be like, all right. Yeah. I noticed you staring. You want, cause then, then they're going to be like, yeah, I was just looking at you cause you have shit on your face or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> I am he with a capital H. Yeah. No, that's very real. Like those people are just shy and it's, and, and I don't think we really have a protocol for like what to do in these situations. No. But, and I would, pro I would totally do yeah. that too. I mean, I just said, yeah. Oh yeah. I saw John Mulaney and I didn't want to take oh, a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would be staring at him all night and, and uh, probably making awkward eye contact with him. Jarvis, have you ever like caught someone ta like taking a picture of you from like mm. without asking, like just from like across the room? Yes. I've also, the thing about shy people is that I've had a lot of DMs after the fact. Like, yeah, hey, were you yeah. at, were you at yeah. Project Juice? Like, do you, uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. But I've also had those near my home and those I don't respond to. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want you to know where I live. Yeah. I got pretty ballsy yesterday. I was in a parking lot leaving. I was like, say my no more. When <laughs> yeah, I'm the most flex. ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. Nice. And someone else who was leaving the same place as I was, I guess, saw me and he was getting into his car also. And he was sort of doing that thing where like it looked like he might want to say something. And he and I was sort of just like saw him out of the corner of my eye. But then I saw him like take out his phone to like take a picture of me from a distance. And as we were driving away, I just like turned to his camera and waved. Ah, uh, that's good. Because I've always thought about doing that because that's happened to me a couple times where like I'll catch yeah. someone taking a picture, but I'll just pretend not to notice. And I'm like, damn, if I was really cool, I would just yeah. I would just wave at the camera. Uh, yeah. And then I finally did it yesterday. And I felt I'm pretty proud of you. Yeah. That's amazing. And he he seemed I'm excited about it. He was like, yeah. Well, so, yeah, he got validation without doing the hard part. Yeah. I just think that the fan interactions are so funny. Like, uh, well, I was just going to say when I was in San Francisco last, I was wearing a mask and got recognized. And that was interesting. It was probably like the hair or something. But um, oh, one, one time I raised the eye patch. I, I uh, ran into someone who started out playing it cool. Like they barely knew who I was. Oh, two, two times actually. So like one time I was on a date and, and then someone uh, was like, Oh yeah, what do you do? And then like two hours into the date was like, I listened to your podcast and I was like, ah, oh. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like a, yeah, that was weird. And then the other time someone, I was like, uh, 
coming back from the optometrist, I just had my, my eyes dilated and someone stopped me and was like, Hey, are you driving? So it's cool. They like want to take a picture and they were like, I thought you moved to LA. And I was like, or no, no, no. First they were like, aren't you like Jarvis or something? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, I thought you moved to LA. And I was like, wait, you don't know my name, but you know like where I live. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) it was just like, uh, I, they were just like playing hey, a Sadie cool. around. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, it was odd. And then like, um, and then I got a text from a friend, like a sis, my, uh, my friend's sister that was like a text for a, a screenshot of like, I ran into this dude, like at the whatever. So it's like, they clearly like knew who I was, but they were just like playing it cool. And I was like, that's adorable. I mean, I, I don't think it's awkward usually unless someone's loitering without saying anything. No, the majority of interactions I have, with people are like so sweet and they're really nice and respectful yeah. and and if it's awkward that's fine because I'm awkward too and it's probably yeah, mostly yeah, my yeah. fault. If there's one takeaway from this conversation, <laughs> know that if you ever have a bad interaction, it is your fault. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about being in the position where people want to talk to you, you, it's easier to break the ice because if you like say, "Hey," and then they, they're kind of like, "Uh," and, and then it's like if someone's in that kind of situation, I know how to deal with that to like mm. set them at ease or whatever. Before we end, Jordan, tell Danny about the plane <laughs> the, the recognition that you got that one time. Oh, that one time where um, a sweet young lad was able to recognize me despite my, my the fact that my face, facial hair, and top of my head hair were completely different and I was facing away from him. Whoa. It was, it was pretty admirable, I'll tell you what. He was, for whatever reason, the video's trash, he was watching the... For second video that we did together oh not yeah the, that's whatever, unfortunate man where my hair was cut short i effectively had this hair now you were blonde on the you plane. looked like a young eminem i was blonde i looked like a young eminem if he was slightly taller and talentless and i was also i think wearing sunglasses because i was indoors and i'm cool and he was able to recognize me from behind and the way that he presented it which actually i i thought was kind of cool was he rolled up went between the seats quick poke <laughs> don't do that <laughs> quick poke i turn around and he just goes is this you? <laughs> it's just hold up and hold up the video for a while as if I'd have to be like, ah. yeah, it is. Yeah. That is my face. Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So- uh, good lad. He's probably in his late thirties now. Thank you for, for playing it cool. Oh, I have an update for you, Jordan. I just like the, the other day I thought it would be fun to just ask people to tell me secrets on Instagram. And, uh, mm-hmm. I was just like, tell me a secret. And I was very surprised at the secrets, some of which I can't share. Um, but someone in there was like, I approached Jordan on a plane, uh, and they were like, and I was no so way. awkward. That's what they said. So it's like, so that's the thing. They it's weren't like, awkward at all. Exactly. But that's the whole thing. No one, it's like we're always thinking about ourselves. It's uh, also possible it was somebody else and I forgot because that's happened on planes, especially <laughs> your demographic mostly is on planes. I think they're, they've got, they've got to so go it- places. One time I met the same person twice, but like it was like <laughs> right outside my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, well, the first she said time her name I guess, was Laura or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep meeting <laughs> so the true. same bitch. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> no. Um, so I was on a plane once back when that was allowed, and mm. a girl behind me like tapped me and she was like, Hey, you're Danny, right? And I was like, Yeah. And she was like, I met you like three years ago at Playlist Live. I think. And I was like, whoa. And she like brought up a picture and it was like me and her at like from like a long time ago. This was like at 
at this time I was on YouTube and back then I was on Vine. So it was like two right. like totally different scenarios, but yeah, like we yeah, just yeah, like yeah. happened to run into each other twice, That's which cool. is really weird. It's like a living um, time capsule. Yeah. Mm. It's like she was holding tomorrow's newspaper. <laughs> Thanks again to Danny for joining us today. I think it's about time to call the podcast because we're just having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to end on a high note. Yeah, well, thanks to you guys for having me. Hey, man, you're welcome. Do you have any? Do you have anything to say? Uh, yeah, I would like to say go check out Danny's channel. He's an up and coming YouTuber, and a lot of his stuff, as I say, is really starting to almost be good. Really problematic <laughs> views on Lacroix, Lacroix, whatever, yeah, whichever you that's prefer. True. More of a hint guy wrong. myself. Anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> you've got fucked up opinions. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, go check out Danny's things. You don't need me to tell you that. Yeah. You love you Danny. You need me you, to tell you, you care for him. Go check out my things. Check him out. Please. Help him get They're out of the, the deep mm-hmm. and back into the shallow. Yeah, get him out of the deep. Thanks, everybody, for coming along. And I love you, Danny. And I'm in love with you. All right. I'm in love with you guys, too. We end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. We, we love, love you. you. And we're sorry. Boom. Boom. Gucci girl. Gucci girl. How you doing?